Huh. Now, that's an interesting one. Who would be... See, because I don't have a problem being, you know, stabbing someone in their face, clearly, as we've uh, grown accustomed to here on the show. So, the back is not necessarily my forte. Um... I just feel like in a bit of rage, Greg, you would just stab anyone anywhere. Well, yeah, anywhere, like anywhere. It'd be the yeah. front, the back, the side, the foot. Right. Doesn't matter. Yeah. So yeah. it's not me. Yeah. It, this one's not me. Yeah. Well, no, no. I mean, it doesn't. Spe- right. You're not specifically the back. No. It's but anywhere. I feel in, in a fit of rage, you would just stab anyone anywhere. But yeah, it would be in the face, like you though. Like if there's a fit of rage, I would actually I would lose it, and be you'd see it coming. You'd be hearing me coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so Chris asked. Which one of us would do the Pat Beverly push on Chris Paul, LZ? Now, maybe oh. it's not this show. Maybe it's the station. Like, if it's just the station, I think it's Mason. At the station, who would be the one to do the CP3 push? No, no, the Pat Bev push on yeah, CP3. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I yeah. call it the CP3 push because I oh. won't say his name right now. Oh. Because he's, he's, he's been dirty this series. And, yeah. Let me think here. Um, I'm gonna go with Slee. Sliwa. Ooh. I'm gonna go with Slee. Sliwa, really? Cause wow. Because you know, he's quiet. It's an upset, yeah. He's he's quiet, and because he's so quiet, I feel like he's that dormant volcano that's ready to erupt. <laughs> he's like uh, Mount Vesuvius back in the day in Pompeii. Like, is what you're saying? He's straight Pompeii, man. Yeah. He's straight. If I were Travis, it, I would make sure I had security some days. It, so he's just he's random, just, right? You're just gonna, there's just going to be uh, Mount Sliwa will erupt, and there will be a lost city somewhere. Is what you're saying? Exactly. If not an entire like region of the country. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Laura, who at the station is most likely to do the Pat Beverly thing? You know what? <laughs> I'm looking at him right now. Oh, Briones. Briones. Yeah. No. Yes. I've known him for 13 years, bro. No, he would just (laughs) shoot you. He wouldn't push. (laughs) He would shoot me. It's true. Like, I don't see Briones, like, going behind anybody's back to get them in trouble or anything. Well, but let's be real. Let's not absolve Chris Paul here, okay, completely. I love Chris Paul. I have said openly I'm rooting for Chris Paul. But, you know, to get a man, as they're walking away from each other in a time, I'm out to run back and push you in the back. Something nasty had to have been said. Okay, let's not let's not just omit that part of the equation here, right? I mean, listen. You have two people who are really good at getting underneath the skin of the players that they're facing. Yes, and in the replay, it didn't seem as if Chris said anything, but he certainly gave a look. He gave a look. And if I can, you know, if I have your permission, George, to interpret what I thought that look meant. Yes. You can't F with me was the look. (laughs) And while it was true, I'm sure in the moment, Pat Bev didn't appreciate it. And, you know, he took his frustrations out, one, because of the look, but also, two, he didn't want to play anymore and he took the easy way out. He didn't want to play anymore. He knew the game was lost. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to play anymore. He took the easy way out. We've seen players do that before. Because Chris, I mean, DeMarcus Cousins had been fed up with Chris Paul yesterday too already. But when, you, you know, listen, man. Chris was in in the zone. And especially, especially in the second half, he was in the zone. Mm-hmm. And 
when you've heard people chirping and when you've heard people, you know, slights and when you know you've never won MVP despite making every team that you've been on better by a large margin and when you know people are whispering about what you're saying with your leadership and in the bubble and I'm sure all of that came out. And so I was happy that he finally had some vindication. And yeah, you're right, George. He probably did say some stuff. But at the end of the day, Pat Bev had several really dirty plays against multiple players he was guarding. See, I don't think he was dirty. I don't think Pat Bev was dirty with Chris Paul with that fall. I think what he did after the fall was was not nice and weak. Um, But he, he was... He was trying to get through the screen, and Chris fell. Like, I thought that there wasn't anything there. Chris didn't what, fall. He got hit by Pat Bev. But Pat Bev was, I mean, LZ, in real time, you're coming under the screen. You don't know he's going to jump like that. Like, come on. You don't know he's going to shoot off a, three, off, a, off a screen? LZ. Not, and ju- <laughs> he was, le- Chris Paul also was leaning into him in that, in that situation. I don't think he thought he but, was going to lean into him like that. how many times, though, George? But for real, though, George. How many times can you headbutt somebody and pretend like you didn't do it? No, but run the into head, somebody off the screen th- and make I, them fall, push them in the back. Like, how many times no, can you I, do that I, look, stuff? I, I, I think what's happening there is you are you are letting his resume get like cloud your judgment there on those individual moments. No, I'm letting his resume inform my judgment about that moment. He did not headbutt. Um, I don't think he headbutted Devin Booker on purpose. I think they collided heads. He said he didn't touch him, man. Did you not see the reaction after the foul was called? Well, he's saying he's not touching him is not the same as they as accidentally from the head. Him. He's you, saying he's saying he didn't touch him because he doesn't want to get thrown out of the game. I'm going to start calling you Shaggy Sedanas. Sedano. Why? Because it wasn't me. No, I'm just saying you're letting <laughs> you're letting his reputation Inform affect the way you look opinion. at an individual situation. Inform my opinion. No, yes. Yeah, I, well, you I do mean, it so many times, man. After a while, it's not everybody else. Right, but you got to take every individual situation on its own merit, despite his reputation. If you're a referee, you have to do that, like in a game. But you're bleeding from the forehead. It wasn't me. But you fell in midair. It wasn't me. But uh, I put no, you in I, the backyard. I, I, it wasn't I don't me. Think, I definitely don't think the Chris Paul one was his fault, like at all. <laughs> I just think, man. I'm talking about the one with with Chris falling in game whatever it was, uh, not not this game, the one before. That was this guy was game five. Right, right, yeah. And then his re- reaction afterwards yeah. makes you feel as if he had no regrets. Yeah. Now, no, he did tweet at Chris Paul afterwards. Oh no, I'm talking. Oh, you're talking about the one where Chris fell. Yeah. Or, or no, because yesterday he apologized. Eventually, um, vis-a-vis the twitters. He did apologize. No, and in the post game, I thought he apologized too. Um, nonetheless, I mean, look, what he did at the end was stupid, but my point is, you know, I love Chris Paul. I do. I root for him. I've, as I mentioned, Chris is 32, but Chris, yeah, does some, you know what too. Yeah. Chris is 32. I'm not saying that Chris is an angel, but right now with the conversation being about, you know, Pat Bev, like after a while, man. And like, this was just one, one postseason series. Like, we can go back and look through multiple postseason series. What happened to West, Russell Westbrook with Pat Bev when Pat Bev was with Houston? Yeah. I mean, how many times can you be the dude involved with these kind of altercations before you start going, wait a minute now? Yeah, you can explain away one or two or three, 
But after several seasons across different teams over many years, it's you. Oh, I don't think he's completely, like, absolved. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying is I didn't think in this series is what I said he was all that dirty. I think that he just got caught up in some stuff. Outside, like, of, the, outside of the last moment, which was yesterday. It's like, yo, Hannibal, I can't find my cousin. Have you seen my cousin? No, I haven't seen you, Hannibal. Did you eat my cousin, Hannibal? No, no. Hannibal, you've eaten so many people in the past. Are you sure you didn't eat my cousin? I mean, he looked tasty, but I didn't eat you know, I mean, that's that's Pat Bev to me, man. It's like, it's not clouding my judgment. It's informing my judgment because there's so much evidence. As you like to say, there's a large sample size. And he's just lost the benefit of doubt for me. Okay. For me. But with now, all that being said, if he wants to be a Laker, come on. Because I like a little nasty, nasty in the postseason. Uh, Greg, we didn't get your thoughts on who at the station would be would have done what Pat Beverly did yesterday. See, I really like the Sliwa thing. I thought that, that one made a lot of sense. But you're not going to like it. I think you'd be the guy. No, I'm the guy who's going to punch yeah. you right in your face, yeah. though. Like, I'm not doing it behind your back. No, you're going to punch you're going to punch us in the face, but when it comes to like a, the really big stuff, I think you'll go behind. No. 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 Okay. No. I mean, hey, you asked like ask me who my listen, opinion was. I'm just saying. I mean, saying. that's fine. That yeah. could be your opinion, but yeah. I feel like if there's anyone here that gets ripped for being too honest around here, it's me. Nah. Nah. <laughs> Laura Laura said nah. <laughs> It's you don't me. think I get ripped for being honest around here? I'm the one that's always honest and gets ripped. It just doesn't happen on air. Oh, well, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I, never <laughs> you, I don't know where that one came from either. That was I like, don't either. Like, what? Well, hold on. What does that even mean? Like, that I'm always honest. That's all it means. But when are you getting ripped? Oh, well, that's personal. But I'm just saying. Rip? Is somebody ripping you that we don't know about? No. Who is this mass ripper? <laughs> Because that's what you said. You said, uh, I'm the one. Right, yeah, because I'm always can we, honest. Can we play 20 questions? Is it a boy or is it a girl? Neither. What? <laughs> it's a dog? June was last month, girl. You can't do that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Neither. Yeah. She, no, she I, rolled I, away. I, she doesn't want to be on the air anymore. I would <laughs> never push anyone in the back. Like, that's, that's just stupid. Right. Like, if we're going to fight, you're going to see me coming. All right, so look, I think you have it the right the first time then. Then it's Mason. If somebody's going to do it, it's going to be Mason. Well, Mason is also like, you know, sneaky. Cowardly? Yes. <laughs> sneaky more than cowardly, but fairly cowardly sneaky perhaps. Sneaky is just another variation of cowardly. Sneaky perhaps. is successful cowards, that's all. Yeah, there you go. He is a successful coward then. Right, so that's sneaky. There you go. Punk ass is a coward that can't get away with it. Right, right. Punk ass, for sure. Now, should we be saying this, Greg, on a day he's taking a, uh, a day off or no? I mean, it was a random day off. so. But Oh, n- so if it's random, <laughs> we're allowed to just talk about it? <laughs> right. Because As it wasn't, to, like, it wasn't set up. Yeah, it wasn't scheduled. It wasn't like, you know, I got an email being like, oh, hey, can you make sure that I'm off on Thursday? Okay, cool. I got you. I mean, no, with Kaplan, <laughs> we knew what happened. Like, he just right. lost his voice on the air. Like, there's not much you could do about it. This is a medium where you have to be able to speak. Um, so there's that. But with Mason, he just like randomly hit you like, yo, I just need no, to No, 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 no. I didn't find out until I turned on Mason in Ireland at one Oh, o'clock. so he hit somebody else. Right, which is fine. I mean, he's supposed to go through other people, but I just, you know, it's, wasn't, it wasn't something that was well known throughout the company. Mm. That's all. Okay. So, so anyhow. 
Who uh, would he push? Ireland. No. No. No, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be Ireland. No, no. Oh. Remember, they have the boring marriage. You yeah. Know? They yeah, need yeah. to spice up the life. You know what I mean? I don't think it would come to blows. But so wait, what would he want? Like what that's I think that has to be part of the of the whole thing, right? Like what are you actually trying to get? I bet you he would get? have pushed me over the Sean McVay thing. Ooh, the Sean McVay thing he would have gotten Back upset Back then with in you. those yeah. days he would have absolutely pushed me for the Sean McVay. Did, have you heard about that LZ? What happened course, with Sean McVay? He, has, he yeah. knows that by now I would imagine. What's the Sean McVay thing? So one day, <laughs> we did we were doing a joke. We were playing a joke that turned into way more real than it should have turned into. So Sean McVay was going to come on my on the afternoon show with me, uh, where he was normally scheduled with them, um, but it was just a, a scheduling quirk, and so I was talking about like he's coming on with me because he doesn't want to come on, and you know they were like, oh, say he doesn't want to come on with them, <laughs> and I said it, uh, and he got really offended, and I'm like, what do you think you own? Sh-? Then I was like, really? Like you're getting offended? Like this seems ridiculous. So I was like, you think you own Sean McVay? Like what's wrong with you? <laughs> like. And then I just started ripping them. I started ripping them. You know, then I took it far. I was like, oh, you're just you're old and the no. Petty Brothers. And I started, you know, I went, I, you know, I went a little, maybe I hit the nuclear button on the bit a little too far. <laughs> like, even Chris was like, all right, now you need to pull back. I'm like, too late. You did go a little overboard. You did oh, go but teeny it was tiny. It was- In retrospect now, it's great. <laughs> See, okay, so fair enough to your point then. You but I did him it to right their in the face. face. Yeah, you stabbed I did him right, right in the to face. Their face. You did. I did it right. <laughs> they were standing right in front of me, like literally. And and Ireland, when we hit the break, was laughing, howling, saying, "This is a great bit. Keep it going." And Mason literally didn't say a word. Just picked up his backpack, walked out of the studio, and said, "I don't think it's a good bit," and just walked right out. And then guess what, LZ? Sedano apologized. I had to apologize. Said, I didn't sorry. think. Well, I didn't. Did you well, first tweet of all, like Patrick me- Beverly, or did you do it like in his face? No, I called him. I even left him a voicemail, which he played on the air, which was hilarious. He he played your voicemail on the air with me on the air with him, though. He uh. said, "Can I play it on the air?" I said, "Yes." I said, "I think I cursed, though, so be careful." And of course, I did curse because you know me; I'm going to curse. Um, and um, there and was yeah. gifts too, right? Wasn't there gifts? Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I gave him like a, you know. Uh, you know, an eighth as like a peace offering. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's this wacky little family we got. But yeah, Mace is definitely the pusher of this group. Although yeah, Slee I, was I guess, interesting. I, I, I'm leaning towards Slee. I, I do like the Slee aspect of it because you could just see him doing it. Like he's great and nice to you on the air and everything. But then when, when push comes to shove... No pun intended. <laughs> or, or intended. I think he would push you like, you know that hallway as you're walking towards the bathroom and where the double doors are? Yeah. I, I can see us walking right past that hallway and then he just appears out of nowhere and just push you right before and you go to the bathroom. Just, yeah, what? Now what? Now what? <laughs> yeah, now what you're going to do? Uh, all right, coming up next... <laughs> Let's get into Chris Paul, what happened to the Clippers, all that stuff. We'll open up the phone lines, 877-710-ESPN. Um, Chris Paul also shouted out his ex yesterday, the Clippers. Would you be that magnanimous, LZ, Laura, Greg, and callers? Would you shout out your ex 
in a spot like that. 877-710-ESPN, plus a great anniversary, a movie anniversary coming up in just a few moments. We're back in two minutes. It's just that Brionis is a busy man, and he doesn't have time for all the pushing stuff. It's much more efficient if he just go pop up. <laughs> He's busy. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, I guess. There you go. <laughs> um, no, he's got two jobs. He's just going to be like, hey, it's time for you to go so I can go yeah. get back to my work. Right. I, 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 uh, yeah, exactly. He's got stuff to do. He's a busy man. I don't blame him. Busy man. Um, I thought he was going to do a, a movie anniversary there, but I guess not because that's what, it, what we had on the rundown. Nonetheless, um, Laura, let's move up that thing. LZ, you weren't here early in the show yesterday because you were doing grown-up stuff. Um so somehow, Greg, how did we get into the conversation, or Laura, whichever one of you can remember, about like... Oh, I can tell you. I mean, me too. <laughs> okay, go, go, go. Explain so, the situation. How did we get into this conversation? We had an open oh. that was ripping on Laura. Mm. Oh, right. Mm. It was, was upset. Mm. Laura made a mistake. Laura made a Laura mistake. Laura did make a mistake. Yeah, Laura did. made a mistake, and, and it was I all about it. that. And you sure. were mad because no, they I wasn't. It wasn't that yes, I was mad. Were. It's that okay, this you, is you now. Were hurt. You you were let, hurt. Are you gonna let me? I'm just trying to say what happened. In two different <laughs> versions. Would you I'm stop mansplaining okay, no. and let her? <laughs> no, no. Let tell right, her Greg. Truth. Greg, you go first, and then we'll have Laura tell her side of the story. Go ahead. There was an open that was yeah. telling that was saying that Laura made a mistake. And so yeah. I came on and said, this is now two opens in a row that Laura had made a mistake on, and. Sedano came in and said, oh, it's okay. Don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. You owned it, is what I said. Right. And then, Laura, now, what is your version of the story? I mean, it's correct. I did mess up. LZ asked me for a sad song, and I put on our therapy song, which is kind of jazzy. Not kind of, girl. It was straight up very kind of jazzy. It's jazzy. It's jazzy. But I'm like, I was in a time crunch, so I'm like, ooh, therapy, boom, go, whatever, right? And Sedano was just like, yo, you know, okay, now you put on the right music, because Greg was talking. I put the sad music behind him. So I'm like, he's just kind of mad, a little upset, a little in his feelings, that Sedano won't go off on me the way he goes off on Greg. Okay, so that's how this conversation started. So, Laura, play the clip from yesterday so now LZ gets the full context of what the conversation afterwards was like. I have two children, right? Mm -hmm. You have four. Yes, sir. And there's always, whether you want to admit it or not, there's the one you like more than the other. No doubt about it. No question about it. The one who's usually more um, easier to deal with, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Less of a pain in the ass. Right, Peter. Um, And I have that already. Mm -hmm. I very quickly in several years have already acquired which one of the two is my favorite Mm -hmm. and which one is the one that's going to make my hair grow gray quicker. So, Greg, I feel like... So you're saying I'm your favorite? No. No, he's not really saying that you're the pain in his ass. Yeah, you're kind of the pain in my ass. Now, yeah, Laura is the one I kind of, uh, you know, like a little more. Well, at least you admit it. Just straight out, (laughs) right over the air. You're saying it straight up. It was obvious, but now it's actually being said, and that kind of hurts a little bit more that it's being said. I mean, she's usually a little easier to deal with is what I'm saying. (laughs) I mean, you asked the question, so I'm going to be honest with you. Yes, I like Laura. I appreciate the honesty. Did it sound like he appreciated the honesty, LZ? I mean, as best as Greg can. Because you know, I don't think he—I don't think Greg appreciates honesty. I think he does. He just isn't thrilled about it. <laughs> you know, like I appreciate you know vegetables, but when I see them, I'm not like, oh my god, vegetables! <laughs> right? Like it's kind of like that. So there you go. That's what happened yesterday while you were gone that first hour, basically. 
We just caught you up, basically, just in like one minute. So basically, a reminder not to do grown-up stuff before the show ever again. Well, yeah, I mean, Greg wanted to know, and it's like, yeah, Laura's kind of my favorite one of the two children here. It's okay. Sorry. I mean, she's kind of my favorite, too. No! <laughs> but, but listen, Greg. Greg, I want you to hear this. I'm saying this from I'm, the heart. I'm listening. I'm fully listening right now, yes. <laughs> Laura might be my favorite. Right. But damn, you're close, man. <laughs> you're right there. Right there of the five. All right, that's you're right, cool. You're right there. You're right yeah. there. I don't want you to think that you're way so far behind, like you need an Uber to catch up. You're right there. Yeah, I appreciate that. See, I appreciate things, George. As much okay. as it, when it's told seriously, I I appreciate it. It's fine. It doesn't mean I like it. Just like LZ was saying. And if you were to push Laura and she were to disappear, then you would be number one. Hey, <laughs> see, I would do it. I would do it on like the side or in the face. Remember, we talked about this in the last yeah. segment. Are we talking uh, about the face again? Yeah. <laughs> That's, a thing. Again. That's a Sliwa yes. thing. That's a Sliwa thing. Yes. Give speaking, it to me in the face. Oh, speaking of, uh, of, of, of pushing, <laughs> um, uh, Chris Paul. Chris Paul shouted out his ex yesterday, LZ. Were you surprised by that? I mean, he was shouting out Billy Crystal. That's my family. I love him. The Clippers to do it here. I mean, honestly, I, it was I, was, I was still trapped in trying to figure out how the hell that Lil Wayne get in the mix of all of this. I know. He went out. Him and pulled him in beyond the I was, ropes. I was like, "Wait, why is you even? How are they your team? They weren't your team a couple. Of, what? what? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Little Wayne, man, you and Drake, man, y'all be changing hats like like Greg's ball." <laughs> yeah, I was stunned that I didn't know who that was at first. Oh, I knew uh, right away. And Cause then, because Little Wayne they, is the only brother I know who will show up to a national televised event. Without getting his locks done first. <laughs> I was like, ain't no other brother with no locks going to show up right. courtside to the Lakers on national, I keep saying the Lakers. Clippers. The Clippers on national television and not get your locks done first and get them tightened up and looking crispy. Yeah. Little Wayne's the only one I know who won't get crispy first. So as soon as I saw I was like going, who? Oh, that's Little Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but what did you make of shouting out the X? You know, once you've, like, married up, then it's all good. Right. <laughs> you know? And that's what he did. He married up, and so he ran into his ex on the street or in the mall and was like, how you doing? Did you meet my fiance? <laughs> that's what he did. Right. I just thought, out of everything that kind of happened as the – you know, the game's outcome was pretty much determined and the cameras were flying everywhere. I thought the best moment of the entire evening was the exchange between him and Monty Williams. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's no question, yeah. And I just sat there and was just like, you know, sometimes we forget that these men have dreams too. And, because and we, with- get, we, we get caught up in the money and the fame and, right. the, you know, like... These men have dreams, too. And when they first partnered together in, was it Charlotte or North Carolina? It was New Orleans. It was New Orleans. When they first partnered together in New Orleans, it was to pursue their dreams. And then, you know, it didn't work out and they broke up and like years went by and tragedy and everything else went by. Monty lost his wife, man. His whole, I mean. Yeah. It's just. just, I mean, what happened to Monty Williams, you know, losing his family like that. mm Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't even know. I mean, the fact that he's forget about just pulling his life back together and getting back to basketball, just pulling his life back together, period. Right. Um, 
for anyone would be unbelievably challenging in that spot. Yeah, I, I, I mean, he was just such a rock solid human being. Yeah. And just like the epitome of like spiritual strength. And so to watch those two men hug, knowing their backgrounds and what all the things they've been through and all the disappointments. And I'm sure Chris, at some point, he may never said he may one day, but like when he got hurt against the Lakers, I'm sure that's gotta been a part of him like saying not again. Right, of course. Yeah. No you doubt. know, so it was just like yes. when you knew all of that and you saw them hug you really understood where that hug was coming from. And I just thought that that moment, out of everything that happened, was like the most human and tender and realist moment between two brothers who have been through hell and back and have finally had a major breakthrough together. Yeah, 100%. And they are, you know... They're headed to the NBA Finals. Chris, for the first time in his career, the underdog story for those guys continues. And we'll get into that a little more as the show goes along. We've got some Dodger stuff, some uh, challenging discussion that we're going to have to – a challenging discussion we're going to have to have about the Dodgers. We'll do that in a few moments as well. Plus, overrated, underrated coming up at 4.30 like we do each and every day. Thank you very much, Chris. All right, we're going to do birthdays, LZ. You still Don't have your get-out-of-jail-free card. Don't mess with me, G. Uh, I don't think this one will mess with you. Okay, good. Missy Elliott or Pamela Anderson? Oh, yeah, this is well, easy. That's easy. I mean, I can yeah. change the second name. Go for it. Uh, how about Andre Brower? No, I still got the same answer. No, how about Dan Aykroyd? <laughs> Dan Aykroyd a little harder. Not Liv not. Tyler? Carl Lewis? All right, Carl Lewis is difficult. Okay, Missy Elliott or Carl Lewis? No, I don't want to do that one. Go back to him. <laughs> <laughs> Missy's a goat, man. She's a goat. It's hard, man. It's hard to break through. Carl Lewis is a good one because, you know, Carl is just a phenomenon, just like Missy has been a phenomenon. But I would say that when talking about overall longevity, Missy still comes out ahead. Though he has longevity for an athlete, she just has longevity. So I'm going to go that Missy's underrated and Carl is... No, I'm using my get-out-of-jail-free card. I ain't doing that to Carl. Never mind. <laughs> Sedano? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's Missy's underrated and everybody else is overrated. You, there's really not anybody... There's very few people you could have put in that conversation that I would have gone the other direction. I tried. So. Carl you did. go to it... like 50 years old. That's yeah. hard in track and field. That's, that's hard for me to ignore. <laughs> Didn't he go to four Olympics in Dragonfield? And won like gold in all four of them? So it was 84, 88, 92. Was he in the 96 Olympics? Let's see here. I don't know. Hold on. Carl Lewis. He did a really good Olympics. job with the national anthem. No, he did Uh-oh. not. Yeah, that part he did <laughs> see, not. See, here you go. Uh, he competed, LZ. Uh, 96? 96 Atlanta, long jump, gold, yeah. Gold. That's, yeah. whew. Yeah, I'm using my card, man. You went in gold across four Olympics in track and field against cheering? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Get well, I'm of, not, okay. Well, all right, so are we using Carl then? Yeah, let's use Carl. All right, then I'll use my card too. See oh, you, you both use your card. Yeah, that's it. Well, I'm not going to probably. Oh, you're not going to be here tomorrow. That's just. Yes, it's an easy way to get out. (laughs) Fine. Strategic. 
Yeah, makes sense. All right, Sedano, SpaceX is hoping to send their first civilian crew into space by September, and there's going to be a glass dome on the top of the ship with what has to with what has to be just an incredible view. The dome is where the toilet is as well. Is this a big deal or or is this overrated Wait, or underrated? There's okay. a there's so at say the top, that again. So yeah, at, I'm yeah, like what? Yeah, I, what? I was I was stumbling over my words. I apologize. So SpaceX is sending out their first civilian crew into space, and at the top of the spaceship, there's going to be a glass dome, and there's a toilet there, so you can sit and look out into space. <laughs> is this overrated or underrated by SpaceX? Uh, I mean, listen, you know, if you're going to have a view from a toilet, space is probably the place, right? All right, I'll go uh, underrated. What the hell? I've never had a view to space from my toilet, so I'll go underrated. I'm going to say it's overrated. You can just put a chair up there. You ain't got to take a crap. Just put a chair. You want to look at the space while you sit? <laughs> like, why you got to have a toilet? That's nasty, man. It's nasty. I mean, it's better than reading, but anyway. Uh, all right. Wow, what do you have against reading? <laughs> I like just reading. Just found out something No, no I'm saying if it, I, I spend a lot of time on the toilet reading, so it's better to look out into space. Are you a paper reader or a phone reader? Uh, both. It depends. It's if I have On a what? if, if I if I have a book that I'm reading that is a hardback book or a soft cover book, I will read that. And if otherwise, I use my phone. Do you adjust the reading based upon whether or not it's hard with number two and soft number two with the hardcover book number one? And like, how does that work? No, it just de- it just depends on what I'm reading at that time. If I'm reading, here's a quick question for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. If you're done with your business, but you're not done with the paragraph, do you stay there and just hang out and finish? Absolutely. I might even finish the chapter before I get up. you just nasty. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you was nasty. <laughs> That's my throne, man. I love that spot. Uh, anyway, LZ, we talked about the Tour de France suing the lady that held the sign up and caused a massive crash the other day. Mm-hmm. Well, the Tour has decided to drop the suit. They are no longer going to. Is this Excellent. move by the Tour... Overrated or underrated? It is overrated because they should have never sued it to begin with because it was their fault she was there to begin with. <laughs> so they were just being reactionary to the disaster. They weren't being reactionary to their own policies and practices. So the suit was the overrated part. And so them pulling the suit is overrated. Uh, you're gonna have to repeat the question because Rogers texted me about uh, guests for tomorrow for Kellerman's show. So we are. Raj, on- don't you know I'm on a show right now? Well, why are you responding to his text <laughs> messages when you're on a show right now? We're on I mean, that's okay. Me. It is on me, but it was easy for just me to just like make fun of Raj for a second. So we talked about the Tour de France suing the lady that held the sign up and caused right. a massive crash the other yeah. day. The yeah. tour has decided to drop the suit. Is that overrated or underrated? Tour dropped the suit on the lady. Raj, stop, please. No, no, I'm trying to (laughs) think because she had the sign out. She was not on the course. Um, Yeah, I mean, look, I don't think it was lawsuit worthy. I thought it was, you know, silly for her to put the sign in the road when there's not a lot of space for those guys to ride their bikes in. Uh, But lawsuit felt, you know, a little bit much. So I'm kind of, I would say it's... uh, uh, Underrated that they have decided to go back on their word, their initial, uh, on their initial decision. So, let's go that route. 
These are great questions. I got to be honest with you. Well, if you were listening to the questions and no, not no, no, texting, even after then listening to them, been, they're not you know, great. It might no, have no, been no, a little no. bit better. Even after listening to them, they're not great questions. I'm no, going to be real. You, with you don't have to like them. You look. I got to make 15 questions a day. That some are good, some are bad. But I you know, mean. these are the ones. So here's the next one for you. Actually, we'll go to LZ this time. LZ, we have to talk about it. It had to be talked about it at some day, at some point today. It's Bobby Bonilla Day. The day Bobby Bonilla gets paid $1.2 million every year until 2035 is continually talking about this day on July 1st every Boring, year. yes. Yeah, <laughs> overrated or underrated. Boring as hell, yes. Lazy, absolutely. Tired, come on. <laughs> At least it's in a game. Oh, sorry. I mean, it's overrated. We all know yes. if you're even any semblance of a sports fan, you know he's getting paid a million and whatever dollars today or whatever every year for, like, perpetuity. And that's overrated, underrated. <laughs> oh, you have no more questions? Bike shorts are making a comeback in the fashion world, apparently. I mean, for the love of God, this was not your best wait, appearance Wait, 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 this, wait, wait. What about biking shorts? I hadn't heard this one before. Biking shorts are making a comeback in the fashion world. So oh, that's of, fantastic. Yeah, lots of women and men are seen on hiking trails and wearing bike shorts and just around in general. So are bike shorts overrated or underrated? I can't believe you finished the question. I, I had to. I had Just to. power through, didn't you? Yes, I did. Sure did. <laughs> You're the one that's going to push us in the back. I thought it was going to be sleep. <laughs> but upon further Damn. review, you mm-hmm. are the Pat Bev of the station. Because mm-hmm. you just Pat Bev'd us. Mm-hmm. I'll be expecting my apology on Twitter within the next 24 hours. Thank you very much. <laughs> I've, done it, I've done it before. Yeah. Uh, all right. Coming up next. <laughs> coming up next. All right, we gotta get, we're going to have to get serious for a second, okay? We're going to get serious for a second. I know we like to do fun and games on the show, but there is a serious situation with the Dodgers and Trevor Bauer, um, particularly the choice they've made to play him despite the allegations against him that need to be addressed. We're going to do that in the next segment, so stick around for that. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. All right, Sedano LZ and Cap No Cap today. He... Uh, Perhaps still sounds like Joan Rivers. I don't know if he's gone to the doctor. I hope oh, he has. Yes. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot to figure out. I, you know, Clinton may be on tomorrow. Well, Clinton is going to be on tomorrow, yes? No matter what? Yes. Clinton is here oh. no matter what. Okay. With Clinton LZ. Be here tomorrow. Um, with LZ, probably without me. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, nonetheless, uh, Cap will be here eventually. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Uh, on a far more serious note, okay, I, there's no easy transition here. There's no, so I'm sure by now everyone knows what's going on with Trevor Bauer. He is uh, being accused of some serious things uh, by a local woman uh, in regards to, um, uh, so let's just call it sexual misconduct. Is that the best? Is that the proper way to describe it, LZ? Um, I don't know how to describe it, to be quite honest with you. In fact, when you said everyone knows what's going on with Trevor Bauer, my first thought was, do we? Because I haven't seen any reports that definitively lays out what the drip, drip, drip is leading up to. Okay, well, I mean, the reports I've seen, and I mean, I've seen reports basically alleged, there's a woman that's alleging that he has, um, there's a restraining order against him because of some sexual misconduct. I, I, I believe that is the proper way to describe it. I, I'm not a news person. I, I am. I mean, that's the, that's the reason why I'm, I'm, you know, as a news person, that's why I'm saying I'm not quite sure because we're not getting any clear answers 
from people who are in position to give objectively clear answers. We have a he said, she said scenario right now. Right. Because lawyers are denying it. Statements have been sort of made. But until we hear from the authorities on this, we're not quite sure where we are. Yeah, according to the reports, he uh, he assaulted her um, in some in an encounter. Um, now it looks like the it was multiple encounters. Um, so that that is what's being alleged. And, and there and are text messages saying allegedly that she wanted those encounters. Correct. That's so, why I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? <laughs> like, okay, but so. That is the basics of what's being alleged. Right. Now, there's a lot of questions surrounding his next start. Right. And Dave Roberts and the Dodgers have decided to play on, right? And I don't know if that's the right move. Um, I, 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 and and I'm, I'm conflicted on this, genuinely conflicted on this in this regard. I believe in innocent until proven guilty. However, when you work for a private entity, if you and I or I had any of these kinds of allegations, ESPN would probably suspend us um, until the legalities of it were resolved in some way, shape, or form. We've seen other leagues handle it similarly. So it, it is not being done the way perhaps the NFL has done uh, in, since the Ray Rice situation, which we know they botched. Um, the NBA has handled similar situations um, differently over the years. Um, so w- what is the right answer here if you're the Dodgers? I, w- I don't know what the right answer is if you're the Dodgers. But this is what I do know. And I, I consider Dave a friend. And I've sent him a text message about this. Um, so I feel comfortable saying this on air. The rationale that has been made public with him starting doesn't add up based upon his decision-making in the past, which is, from my reading of it, it makes it sound as if the call to start or bench Trevor Bowers out of his hands. Okay. And this is a manager who has bench players for way, 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 way less. Way, 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 way less. Right. So it seems to me as if there's some inconsistencies there between benching like Yasiel Puig for being late to like practice or something, mm-hmm. but saying I can't bench Trevor Bauer because it's out of my hands. It does feel odd that that is the position that the team has taken. I don't think there's any question, for sure. So that's where I'm at with that. When it comes to the allegations and and the veracity of them or whatever, I don't know. I had this conversation a couple hours ago with my editor at the LA Times. She said, what do you think? I said, I don't know what to think. And we probably talked for like half an hour going through the details. That's why I'm saying what I'm saying from a news perspective. I've had these conversations with my employer about this very subject, and we concluded we weren't quite sure what to make of it yet because of the information that has been reported felt inconclusive, and we didn't feel that it was prudent to make any sort of definitive statements based upon, you know, abbreviated facts. But what is clear 
is that insinuating that the Dodgers, whether it's Dave's call or Friedman's call or Stan's call or whoever call, insinuating that, well, we can't do this. Well, it's like going, but you suspended players for way less. Right. <laughs> so, like, you could if you wanted to. If you really wanted to, if you really wanted to say, this is really murky, we don't want to make a bad decision, we're going to skip your start until things are cleared up. Right. I, I That would have been the move I would have made. But instead, we got, you know, something else. And and I don't know what that something else is. I don't know how, how it was arrived. I don't know how it was workshopped. I just know that it doesn't seem consistent with what we've seen in the past. Yeah, I just think it's very – look, you know, you and I are not running the Dodgers by any stretch of the imagination. I just felt like that would be the – I don't want to say easy because that's not really – I'm not trying to imply that any of this is easy because it's obviously – I don't want to trivialize it. You know what I mean? But I would say if I'm the if I'm the organization, in this case the employer, yeah, I, I just think that saying, hey, you know what? You're going to sit for a minute until we, we figure it out, to your point, and, and let the facts kind of play out some or the legal process play out some. I just think that that's the safest way to handle this for all parties involved. I would say so. And while I understand, you know, there is a quote unquote chain of command when it comes to maybe this is a major league baseball slash, you know, Rob Manfred decision or whatever. Even if it is that you err on the side of caution and let the commissioner deal with you based upon your decision on the side of caution as opposed to you insinuating that this is out of your hands when we've seen you suspend players for being late. Right, and what does out of your hands mean exactly? That I don't know. I know there are rules set in place, right, that there is a quote-unquote chain, right, that needs to be followed. And I get all of that, but, I mean, y'all using sticky stuff against the rules and stuff. Like, you don't have a problem breaking the rules. Right, right. (laughs) Like, you shot needles in your asses for, like, a a strong decade, and that was against the rules. You didn't have a problem breaking the rules. So... Why all of a sudden now are you running to the rule book and going to section 18925 and saying, see, we can't do it because of this rule when it looks like it's giving you cover for something that's uncomfortable? Right. Yeah, it it is a very strange position that they have uh, boxed themselves into now, uh, at least in the immediacy of it. And, and, Um, And especially, I'll just add this, George, especially given, and I'm not saying if it was Kershaw, it should be handled differently, but... This really is a dude we just picked up a couple of months ago. We don't even know him like that. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, well, I don't think anyone really knows him like that because he's been, like, to your point, he's bounced around, right, like, <laughs> a little bit. So so, so it's, it's a strange situation. I would have erred on the side of caution. Yes. I would have rather had the commissioner come down heavy on me for for trying to be overly cautious than appearing as if, a baseball game matters more than these allegations. A hundred percent. I agree. All right. Coming up next, uh, we will get back to our usual uh, shenanigans here on the show, but I told you we had to get serious for a minute because it's a very serious situation and very serious allegations and uh, very serious decisions that are being made uh, about these allegations. So uh, nonetheless, we will move forward. We'll be back in two and a half minutes with what you need to know and LZ made an astute observation about one Kawhi Leonard that you're going to want to hear. We'll stick around for that. We're back in just a moment. 